Prepare yourself to invest a few minutes with the Make Each Click Count podcast to discover new details in how to accelerate your sales and profits while making sure you're getting the absolute most out of your online marketing dollars. Hosted by Andy Spleichel, who's been running paid click campaigns for his clients for 20 plus years. Join us and discover what's working today and start making each click count. Without further ado, here's the acclaimed author of the Make Each Click Count book series, the founder of True Online Presence, the founder of Make Each Click Count University, and the host with the most, Andy Spleichel. Welcome to the Make Each Click Count podcast. This is your host, Andy Spleichel. We are happy to welcome this week's guest to discuss today's topic, which is Make Upgrading Your Accounting System a Priority with Nachman Leeser. Today's guest is founded a bookkeeping company currently generating over a half a million in revenue with just three employees based on the belief that spreadsheets suck. A big welcome to Nachman Leeser. Hi, Nachman. Hi, how are you? I'm good. I'm good. Thanks for joining us today. So let, let me ask you, let me start here. How did you discover that there was a market need for what you offer? So I offer two different services. Just let's have that part clear. So I started off as a bookkeeper. Um, I have a bookkeeping company that does bookkeeping for small to medium-sized businesses. And what happened was actually, this is an interesting part because I I went to school, to college for an accounting degree, and I was working at that point of time as a CFO in a in a warehouse. Like a, it was a, whole, a, a kitchen company that was a wholesaler, and I was the CFO of the kitchen company, and I was at the same time going to school. Now, my plan actually was when I finished school, I was going to go more to public accounting and, you know, get my CPA and eventually open my own practice. I had a very hard time landing a job. I really wasn't too interested in going really into corporate, like, you know, in Manhattan in the city, going into like the big four accounting firms. I, I, I didn't find my place there. And on the local CPA firms, I had a really hard time getting a job. They saw me a lot as a threat. They were like, you're going to come work for us. And then two years from now, you open your own, your own accounting firm. So like, why should we take you? So at that point, I decided that I'm just going to open a bookkeeping firm because that's what I've been doing for the last, for the four years while I was in school, okay. I was doing bookkeeping. And my specialty was a lot about understanding accounting on a very deep level. So one of the accountings, like I would call it more cost accounting. It's like understanding, you know, how much profitability do you actually make of this product? What is your total overhead? What is your variable cost? Um, where are most of your sales coming from? What is your break-even point? All like those kind of different angles. Um, that's you know what I you know what I would focus on a lot. And when I came into the company where I worked in the past, they had they had no books. I mean, they had some books, but it wasn't it wasn't real. By the time I left, you know, they had proper books which showed exactly. You know, my boss knew at that point like which products are making him the most money, which products are losing money. Um, also, at some point, like if you don't know what you how much stock you have, and you reorder different products that drain that will drain your cash flow. So mm -hmm. sometimes when you want to like analyze a company, it's not just about the profit and loss where the company is draining cash flow. It could be an inventory, which I call the silent killer. So I, I kind of worked it for four years, made sure to finish school, 
And when I finished school is when I wanted to really go for accounting. I had a hard time. So I decided I'm just going to open a bookkeeping company. So I opened up a bookkeeping company and we started to work with small to medium sized businesses. And I went through everybody, my contacts, I called everybody and, you know, tried to gain some customers. And like I would say five to six months into the game, we already had one employee and, you know, we had a decent amount of big accounts that, you know, we should kind of stabilize the company. And then, we we started to work with Amazon customers. So I had this Amazon client that reached out to me and he said that he wants, he and his partner are splitting and they want to kind of do like a buyout. So in Amazon, there's two types of businesses. There's those resellers, people who like buy, like let's say they'll buy a Dewalt drill and you know just sell it. And then there's people who sell their own line, like right. they'll bring in their own product from China. So this was their own product. Now, usually when you sell your own product, you don't have that many. So this guy had like 10 products. He was selling a lot, but only 10 products. But he wasn't a 10 partner. SKUs. 10 SKUs. Yeah, 10 different SKUs. Okay. So, but he wasn't a partner in all 10 different SKUs. He was only a partner in three out of the 10 SKUs. So what they needed was is a, a P&L for the last couple of years. They needed also profitability per SKU. Plus they needed overhead per SKU. And plus they also want to know inventory values and all that and kind of do a proper buyout. So that's where I came into the picture and we spent hours and hours, not hours, months putting together the full picture because they literally had nothing. I got, I was handed over like two years worth of bank statements and we had to go through every purchase order and all of that information. And finally we put together the whole picture for them and they were able to move on. So there I was thinking of like ways how to expand my bookkeeping company. And one of the ways I was thinking is like, you know, I really spent so much time doing all these, um, you know, doing, doing all these spreadsheets and all these work for these Amazon sellers. Mm-hmm. If I can kind of turn this into a software, you know, this can really be good. So first of all, we'll be able to move a lot faster. Cool. Because, and that's, and that's really connect books was you right. took all so, that and you put that into the software. Right. So originally we were planning to do the software for ourselves. We didn't plan on selling it, but then we started speaking to people like other sellers and they were like, Hey, I know you have your bookkeeping company. We have in-house bookkeepers, but we would still use your tool. So then we kind of built, so what we kind of do is you kind of pivoted and just made two separate companies. We have the bookkeeping company and then we have just the tool, which we service today over a thousand customers. We have people just using the tool, they log in, they have their own bookkeeper or other bookkeeping companies use our tool as well. We don't have a problem with that. So well, let's, let's of- talk about that. Let's talk about the tool um, and the thousand customers. What does your tool, I mean, I think you had mentioned it briefly, but what is your tool providing these Amazon sellers that they're not getting typically or not getting from their bookkeepers? So I would, I mean, our tool is used by bookkeepers. It's not like, mm-hmm. um, you right, know, but the, I guess the, the bookkeepers right. aren't giving that data typically to their right. customers. Is so, that what you're saying? Yeah. So the thing that I would say about the tool is there's I would say there's two main aspects of it. The first thing is that we give you clarity. So my whole angle and into the accounting and bookkeeping field is all about clarity. Uh, my background is in taxes. And and that kind of serves a lot of big difference between my tool and the other tools out there is that we bring the data into QuickBooks in a certain format where you'll have a lot of clarity. And besides that, we also have reports on our website 
which will break down. So let me just give you an example. You see in QuickBooks, you do a million dollars a month of sales. You're like, how do I get the breakdown? You see a million dollars a month of sales, and then you see, let's say, 500,000 cost of consult with expenses. You see that you made no money last month. And you're kind of like, okay, I understand it. How does this make sense that I did a million dollars in sales and I made no money? Something's wrong here. So the problem with that is when something is wrong, if you're running a few hundred different SKUs, you have to, and you're running a accrual-based accounting, you have to understand the average cost of each SKU, and then plus all the Amazon fees associated with that to kind of know how your numbers all plug in to understand what's really going on. And that's what that clarity is what we'll give you. So we'll give you a breakdown on, on our website, which will match back to your QuickBooks PL. So if you see on our website, if you see in QuickBooks you did a million dollars in sales and you want a breakdown of that million dollar sales, you go to our website and we will we will show you on our on our website the breakdown of your sales that you see in QuickBooks by SKU. We'll show you the Amazon fees breakdown. We'll show you the cost of goods sold. We'll break everything up for you by SKU. And then you could kind of see, hey, you know, these SKUs, I really thought I was making money. I see I'm losing money. Oh, here I'm making money. Here I'm losing. So then you kind of get to see how everything plays out. But you need that report that takes the QuickBooks data and breaks it out for you. So that's kind of what we give you with those two stuff, which is extremely powerful and helps you make proper decisions in order to grow the business on a monthly basis. You know, accounting's boring. How yeah. can you excite it up a bit for listeners? I mean, how how is this going to affect the bottom line? And is this going to move the needle as far as growing your company? So I would say one of the things why accounting is boring is because sometimes you have to do a lot of work. So the thing that I like about using the software is that for the bookkeeper, it makes it a breeze. Instead of the bookkeeper being busy with downloading spreadsheets all day and kind of like doing pivot tables and figuring it all out, they just kindly go directly to the software, hit a button, it goes in. So they don't have to focus on all that. And the other nice thing is that we have the reports in the website. So for a business owner, like if they want to look over reports, instead of like waiting to get like some spreadsheet from the bookkeeper via email once a week or once a month, and then like when they get it, they're just so busy that it passes through their mind. You know, whenever they're in the mood, they can always just log into the website, take a look at a report, kind of go through the numbers, and they can also filter it. You can filter which products you lost money, which products you made less than 10% profit margin. You can play around with all these different filters and kind of see how you want to see the data. So what I think is that if it's made very easily available to you, you know, that's kind of when it, it, it won't be that boring. You know, if you have to kind of work in it, I feel like it's hard. Now, why just Amazon? Why not? And, and you're just, this is really a service is just for Amazon, right? So no, we do Amazon. We do all countries. We do Canada, UK, all that. And we also include exchange rates. Then we also do Walmart. We do eBay. And we also do Shopify. You do do Shopify. Okay. Yeah, yeah. that's what I was going to ask. Now, I know that there are other people doing this. Um, you know, I mean, the one that, that jumps into my mind is like Helium 10. You can calculate fees for, for Amazon and your profitability. How is your software different than that? So the difference between Helium 10 and, and, and the difference between Helium 10 and us is Helium 10 is more understanding profitability on a SKU level mm -hmm. versus, but us, it's more focused on the accounting. So our, our strong point is that we give you that QuickBooks integration where at the end of the month, you can take all your numbers and kind of see how much money you're making 
and back it up to the report. So everybody runs different reports in Amazon, meaning there's like 100 different type of reports you can pull. So you could look at Helium 10, and then you could go back to QuickBooks. You'll see different numbers. They're not going to match. You're going to have discrepancies. Now, there is discrepancies. For example, let's, let's just say a scenario. Let's say Amazon reimbursed you $20,000 for a SKU that got damaged in the warehouse. I don't know if that's going to show up on Helium 10's report because that's just the reimbursement. But an hour report, it's going to show up because it's part of the accounting tr transactions and you need to take that into account. Now, one of the things the way our software works is our software reconciles to the bank deposit. So what, ha what that means to say is uh, Amazon seller gets paid once every two weeks. So let's say your disbursement is $50,000. And let's say that means, let's say you did 100,000 sales, you had 50,000 fees, and now Amazon is giving you 50,000. So we go through every single order, every single refund, and we reconcile that towards the deposit. Because when we bring the data into QuickBooks, we need to be able to match what came into your bank. Otherwise, the data is not going to be accurate. So by us, every single fee is accounted for and reconciled for in terms of which I can't guarantee every single software works that way. But the biggest powerful part is that the report that we show you on an analytics side is going to be the same report that you're going to see in your QuickBooks and you kind of be able to make sense out of the numbers versus if you just go to Helium 10 or any of the other stuff, you won't be able to. What is the most important things, even if you're not using your software, what are, what are the most important things to be tracking in terms of keeping, keeping up to date with, with how you're doing on Amazon? What, what numbers should you be tracking? So I would say there's like two big metrics. First thing is to know your profit margin on an item, on a SKU level, to really have a software that does it all. I mean, I see it all the time. We onboard people, you know, for their, we onboard people to our platform and, you know, they kind of thought that they knew their profitability. And after all that, they see how the profitability changed around. And they kind of like, they can't believe it, but you know, they, and then they start cutting out certain SKUs. So, so your, of, your profitability after all the fees, after all the fees, storage, PPC returns, refunds, adjustments, everything included. Um, and also even like, for example, also like we added on a feature recently where we help you calculate landed costs. So let's say you're bringing in a container from China and it costs you, let's say five to $6,000, that container, you want to split that container to the products purchased based on volume. So let's say you have five different products in there, but you don't want to split it, you know, a thousand each because some products take up more space, some products take up less space. So you want to kind of split that. We have a feature for that that helps you allocate the landed cost so you kind of understand better your cost to consult. But you want to make sure that you have really clear um, cost of goods sold and really clear profitability and item level. Also, you want to count to, you want to account for when the cost changes. Like let's say price goes up, price goes down. You want to account for that as well, and you want to you know take that all into consideration. The I would say the second most important part, um, it might even be the first, is to monitor your inventory levels. So I, for example, have seen an Amazon seller who did 25 million of sales on Amazon in one year, and then at the in the beginning of the year he had like three million dollars worth of inventory. And then he kind of like was very excited. So mm -hmm. he started increasing inventory without even realizing what's going on. And by the end of the year, he found himself with $6 million worth of inventory. Now, if he did 25 million sales, his profit margin, his net profit after overhead and everything was 1.4. So he had 1.4 million of sales, but his inventory went up with 3 million. 
So technically, his whole profit, instead of taking home a nice paycheck, got buried back into inventory. And it really drained the business because besides, you know, the business made 1.4 million, but inventory went up with 3 million. So additional 1.6 million came, I guess, from additional resources, like from loans or other stuff, which they had to pay a lot of interest and they're having a hard time paying back. So what I would say is really knowing your, your inventory value and making sure that your inventory value is not increasing like on a crazy number month over month. So if you see your inventory value, let's say after, you know, the end of the year is, is at 500,000, you know, three to four months later, your inventory value shouldn't be a million unless your sales drastically increase like crazy. But you want to kind of keep track of your inventory value. So, cause otherwise, you know, you could be showing huge profits, but you'll, you'll be, you'll still be very tight in cash. Hey, what's up there? This is Andy. I wanted to take a quick break from the show and talk to you for just one minute. You probably know that I've been called the world's foremost expert in e-commerce growth strategies. But have you ever wondered how I gained all this knowledge? First, you probably guessed it. It's through all the years of interviews I've done with experts and uber successful throughout the e-commerce space right here on the Make Each Click Count podcast. And second, it's through all the courses that are available at Make Each Click Count University. From Facebook to Google Ads to Pinterest to SEO, if you are looking to grow your business by either adding a new marketing channel or by optimizing an existing marketing channel like an expert, go to www.makeeachclickcountuniversity.com forward slash classes. There you will find a course that will help you become an expert in whatever marketing channel you currently need help. Better yet, Choose more than one. Join Make Each Click Count University and join me and other marketing professionals live once a month at our monthly marketing members-only meeting. Again, you can view all courses at www.makeeachclickcountuniversity.com forward slash classes. Now, let's get back to the show. When did you launch ConnectBooks? ConnectBooks was launched like three and a half years ago. And how many clients did you say you have? We have we're serving now over a thousand. That's a ton. Yeah. How did you grow so quickly? I mean, we got a big team out here and, you know, we have people constantly taking care of it. But I would say that, that what differs my product and a lot of other products that a lot of other softwares that people build, we actually built a product for ourselves, meaning it wasn't something that we kind of like thought, okay, we want, I, I'm not a developer and I have no background in developing, but it's not like, you know, kind of thought of, let me build some type of software. It was actually something I was doing for my business was bookkeeping. And I built this too for myself and then I made it public. So those usually are the best businesses where you kind of see there's a need for it. You solve your actually, own problem and then yeah, you, and then you, you see, yeah. solve others. Right. Now, do you have a favorite success story from a client that you could share? Sure. We had a customer that signed up to our platform um, and we didn't do the bookkeeping for this customer, meaning we have customers that we do bookkeeping for, and then we have customers that we don't do bookkeeping. So she actually did her own bookkeeping and she had came, what happened was with her that they had a very good Amazon business and they were making a year, like three to four, they, they always had in the bank account, like $400,000. And then at some point the bank accounts start getting less, 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 less. And they kind of, they couldn't figure it out. They were using, um, like it wasn't a helium ted but it was like such a type of tool that gave profitability you know like you mentioned before like analytics on an item level and according to that tool they were making money 
Now that tool wasn't accounting for a lot of Amazon fees or all other stuff that go on. And what ended up happening was that she came to us and she wanted to like go through a full, have a full detailed bookkeeping package, like, you know, where she can have QuickBooks properly set up and see her net profit margins and see exactly where she's losing money. Mm-hmm. So it took her some time. We set her up, we got her going on all that. And then at the end of the day, we ended up, she ended up seeing which products she was losing money on. Now, for example, one of the stuff other softwares weren't calculating was unsellable returns. So when somebody has, when a return comes back to Amazon, we actually check every return, what the reason is. If it's sellable, we put it back into inventory. If it's not sellable, we take it out. So, and then we expense it. So she, she was kind of seeing which product she was losing money at. And then she said, look, if I'm losing money in it, I'm not selling it at a loss. So she went and hiked up the price. Uh-huh. And once she started hiking up the price, she's started making a lot of money and, you know, she kind of got her business back. And I actually didn't know about the success story till later on, meaning I remember when she first started out with us and we helped her out. And then I, had, I was by a trade show like six months later and she came over to me and she's like, I have to really tell you the story. And she's like, now at this point, our businesses, our, our cash is like building back up. And we're kind of, you know, where we need to be. She's like, I was scared to constantly increase the price in certain products. But when I saw that I'm just not making money, then what's the point in keeping it? So I just moved up my pricing on a lot of products. And now she's making a lot, a lot of money. It's a great story. Who um, is the perfect client for your software that if they're out there listening, they should contact you? I would say somebody who really wants to get clarity. So someone who's really looking to understand profitability, and have accurate, you know, numbers and know exactly what's going on. They're looking to have a proper set of books. You know, those are our clientele. People are just looking to file taxes, like, you know, just to kind of like dump some numbers in and take some numbers out. That's Those are not the people that are for us. People for us are people who are detailed, want to have every number ironed out and want to kind of understand exactly what's happening. And how does your fee structure work? So we have like a tier step level. Um, we have like a few different packages that we offer. So we have like, we have two different integrations. We have one which people want have every single item in QuickBooks, like they want to have the history of every single product. They want to itemize the QuickBooks in a SKU level. Some people don't want that. They find it too overwhelming. So we offer both different packages, an itemized QuickBooks and a non-itemized QuickBooks. One of the biggest benefits of using an itemized QuickBooks is that when the cost change, meaning when you run a report in ConnectBooks on your, on, for a SKU profitability, if that SKU is itemizing QuickBooks, we will pick up the cost from QuickBooks. And the benefit of that is that when the SKU, when the, cha- the, when the cost of the SKU updates, it updates in ConnectBooks automatically. So if you have like five, 600 SKUs and every time the cost changes, you need to always go into like that platform where you keep track of all your SKUs and update with the new, with the new cost, you know, that can kind of be very time consuming. So versus if you just go, if you have your QuickBooks itemized and every time you get a bill, you just enter it itemized, you don't have to keep track of every time updating your platform, hey, the cost changes because as long as you update in QuickBooks, QuickBooks, no, as long as you enter the invoice in QuickBooks and there's going to be a new SKU with a new cost, that will automatically get, that order goes over to ConnectBooks. And then when you run a report in ConnectBooks, you'll see the proper cost of goods sold. Um, on every single SKU. And, and, the, we'll, and the fees, are they by SKU? By how many so SKUs? The fee goes, are they? So 
we have like a tier step based on order count. If you go to our pricing page on the website, you put in how many orders you do, you see exactly the price. So we basically have three different tiers. One is the an itemized integration, one is a summary integration, and one is just reports. Like if you just want a reporting tool without using QuickBooks, you can sign up for that as well. And then we also recently rolled out like a light version. So we basically, we had customers who wanted to take a lighter version of like, let's say somebody only does a hundred orders a month and they don't want to pay our minimum. We have packages starting at $49 a month for somebody who only has like a hundred orders. And we kind of, like, we, we disabled certain features in order not make it complex it should be easier so if somebody only does 100 orders a month they can kind of they can use a lighter package and with your system can you calculate projections so we do have like a a a, a reef it's a restock tool more so now it's like you can do is it's only for amazon fba it's only if you're using um if you're selling an amazon and it's only for fba what we do is we can tell you based on your recent sales, we'll tell you how much you need to restock and based on how many quantities you need to send into FBA. That's cool. I mean, I guess what I was asking though is, let's say you're charging $10, can you, is there a way to like, what would happen if I charged 15 as far as profitability? Mm, no, we don't have that, but that would be okay. a cool feature. Maybe we add it on. <laughs> Okay, cool. Well, how can an interested listener, perfect or not perfect, just wants more information, how can they learn about working with you guys? The best is if you just come to our website, connectbooks.com. Uh, we have live chat on the website. Any questions you have, the best is just put in the chat and somebody will get back to you pretty shortly and you know, we'll help you out on anything you need. Cool. And you got any specials going on for Make Each Click Count listeners? Yes, we often a I will give 10% off for the first 12 months for any, any, any listener from this podcast. And the coupon code is going to be each click. Uh, the coupon code is limited to the first 25 signups. So whoever wants it should grab it quick. Great. Well, we'll put that in the show notes below. Now, anything else before you, before we wrap it up today? Oh, it was amazing to be here. And if anybody has any questions, just feel free to visit our website and ask us any questions you have. Fantastic. Well, thanks, Nachman. Thank you. For listeners, remember, if you like this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us an honest review. And if you're looking for more information on connecting with Nachman or learning more about ConnectBooks, you will find the links in the show notes below. In addition, if you're looking for more information on growing your business, check out our podcast resource center available at podcast.makeeachclickcount.com. We have compiled all of our different past guests by show topic and included each of their contact information in case you would like more information on any of the services I've discussed during previous episodes. Well, that's it for today. Remember to stay safe, keep healthy and happy marketing. And I will talk to you in the next episode. This has been the Make Each Click Count podcast. Remember, those that want to make more sales and profits online, listen to this podcast. The ones that want to discover how to do it faster, invest in themselves and their business through Make Each Click Count University. Join our private Make Each Click Count Facebook group or send us an email to info at makeeachclickcount.com. We want to know who you are and any questions that you may have regarding online marketing.